As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, y'all? This is Nina Perez, and this is Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. And I know that you are here to listen to the best humans on the planet to grow, challenge, and transform your thinking. Let's do this. So I found someone for you. His name is Joe, Joe Templin, and he's a reformed um, physicist, right? Physicist. And that word always catches everybody, Joe. He's a financial planner. He's a startup founder and autodynamic didactic there we go a polymath best described as a swiss army knife now he has invested the past two and a half plus decades of helping others reach their financial potential as a planner a trainer a mentor creator and he's also the author of everyday excellence and you guys know that we have so many amazing people that come on here to talk to us about how we can transform our thinking and become better even if it's one percent a day how are you joe thank you for coming I am doing absolutely awesome, Nina. I'm looking forward to having a great conversation here. Yeah, me too. You know, I forgot to ask you before we started if the Yankees won or not. The Yankees did win last night. Uh, okay, okay. So it was a good night. 2-0 win, but it was still a win. That's right. Uh, at least that's good because then you didn't come out here like, so this is a good thing. Joe. You know what? Baseball is the perfect game for practicing stoicism because it doesn't matter if you win or lose. The season's 162 games long. There's going to be another game tomorrow. You got to get up and fight. So unless there's something historic like Aaron Judge tying or breaking the record, then it's just another day at the office. Right. right. That's true. So, Joe, I have a really great audience and they're um, super involved. They're always asking questions. They're a great community. A lot of them are business owners, uh, people who are looking into getting into business, entrepreneurs and so on. So, Joe, tell us a little bit about you and then we'll take it from there. So, as you said, I'm a reformed physicist. I am an unrepentant geek. And I'm also ADHD. I wasn't diagnosed until I was an adult, which is probably a good thing. And I had a very supportive mom. My mom, the nun, yes, my mom was a nun, uh, was also an educator. And so she encouraged us to pursue our passions, which was like literally everywhere. So I say I'm an autodidactic polymath because I did applied physics, did economics, did tax law, um, 
behavioral psychology, martial arts. So you can draw from all these different arenas. And one of the things when you go into business for yourself is you don't get to be the SME, the subject matter expert exclusively. If you're working with somebody else, yeah, they'll arrange to do sales. They'll get you in front of the clients. They'll do all that. If you're running your own business, all of a sudden you're chief cook and bottle washer. You are doing the marketing. You are doing the accounting. You're doing the invoicing like I just did. And Mm -hmm. you have to chase down clients that don't want to pay or whatever. You're doing contract negotiation. You have to either do your own website or outsource it. You have to deal with the marketing and branding, all these different components. And so having a touch of ADHD is a very good thing in a startup community. But then again, as you build, if you build it into a large organization, that is actually then a detriment. So you need to be able to switch gears or be able to bring in the resources to make things happen. That's really, really smart. And do you think that had a little bit to do with your personality about wanting to be a, or being becoming a polymath is having that ADHD component? I think it was. And um, also, when I was 10 years old, a kid, I was severely, severely asthmatic. So I couldn't do all the athletic stuff that my friends did. So my world was books, studying. I think I was eight years old when I told my mom I wanted to learn everything there was to learn. So she pointed to the encyclopedia and said, get to work. Oh, that's so I cool. did. I read the entire encyclopedia when I was eight years old. Wow. Um, so, But at 10 years old, I had an asthma attack and I actually died. Oh, my gosh. You know, laying there on the table, the bright light, oh throwing down the body the whole nine yards. Really? Obviously, I got better. Um, yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Or this is going to get a very interesting. This is, better, this is who I am. So just kill it. But since that point, as my friends joke, I burn the candle at both ends and in the middle with a flamethrower. Mm. You know, we all get 86,400 seconds per day. I don't care if you're Bill Gates, mm. Elon Musk, kid graduating from college. We all have the exact same allotment at the end of the day. It's run out. You don't get to wow. like thank them for the wow. future. So it's how are you utilizing them? How are you maximizing your time? Are you wasting your time? Are you spending your time or are you investing your time? And so I try and invest and I try to wherever possible if it makes sense, double dip. So I'm driving into the office, I'm listening to a podcast, getting two things done. I'm going out for a run, I'm listening to an audiobook. I'm prepping dinner with the kids, I'm supervising homework, and I'm also simultaneously either playing music or a podcast that they'd be interested in or what have you. So in those situations, I can get two or three uses of the time. Mm-hmm. Other times like this, you know, it should be exclusive, no distractions. That's why my phone's on airplane mode. Mm-hmm. So I am 100% committed to you. And having that capability to go multitask, but then laser-like focus and switch back and forth is one of the things that's going to allow people who are entrepreneurs to actually accomplish everything that needs to get done. Yeah, because that's not an easy thing, right? I mean, it, it's... it's um trying to trying to laser focus and, and shut your mind off of all the other things that you're thinking about, right? So you're thinking about the next thing to do or the, the next thing that you're missing out on while you're doing this. And I think that it's also very important to be at that moment, right, Joe? So yeah. me and you, are, as you said, are not promised like, all, we're not promised tomorrow, basically, right? We're not, right? So this well, conversation- Well, today would have right, been my best friend's 50th birthday and he died seven years ago. So, right, wow, you know, yeah. This is one of the things that I've got an opportunity that he doesn't, 
I'm going to take advantage of it. I'm not right. going to screw it up because, you know, there's right. no reset button on the game of life. Right. And But how do you think that that um, uh, works for you as far as the other parts of it where you want to maybe have a quiet moment? Do you have those? Do you have moments where you like want to unplug and like disconnect from it all? How, how do you manage that as somebody who is really driven? So what I do to unplug, most people would call completely insane, but that's okay. So I'm a, I'm a martial artist. So that's when I'll, oh, be, that's I'll, I'll go and do my forums every single morning. And when I'm doing my forums, I'll only be listening to like um, beach music or mm-hmm. uh, something like that. So I can get into a state of theta wave generation because that's when your subconscious and your conscious almost blend. It's perfect active meditation as a martial artist, but also it allows my entire mind to be solving the problems I need to solve without me even paying attention to it. Right, so afterwards, right. I immediately roll into writing and uh, problem solving stuff because I'm at my maximum power from that. Um, I, I'm an ultra marathoner, so I'll go out and run 15 miles while I'm like right. die. And to me, that is relaxation while other people call it, you know, torture and pain and you know, suffering. <laughs> You know what? You're very, um, it's very inspiring actually listening to you. I I think that a lot of us really, when we listen to other people who do so many things, it makes you realize that, you know, there's maybe a little bit more we can also push ourselves for a little bit, you know, Um, because uh, there's always this, um, I guess it's like a mental thing, right? Where the excuses come up where you can't, or you, you get that, uh, I call it lazy thinking, you know, where you just don't want to do it. It comes down to laziness in a lot of ways because I mean, we follow rules of thumb and heuristics because it saves time and energy for the most Mm -hmm, part, mm -hmm. but it's not, it's going to let us survive and enjoy the moment, but it's not going to let us make progress overall. And mm-hmm. in any situation, we really have two potential outcomes, two choices that we can go down, two roads. We can do the thing that's easy in the moment. It feels good in the moment. You know, eating the donut instead of eating the apple, um, mm-hmm. taking the drag on the cigarette instead of not, opening up the dating app and, you know, swiping, um, you know, playing video games instead of studying for the test, a- avoiding the conversation with the, the important person and just, you know, letting things deteriorate over time. So it feels good in the moment, but in a lot of ways, it's pain avoidance or pleasure seeking. And what that does is it's temporary, it's short term, Mm -hmm. and the outcome is things are worse. You keep eating donuts and cheeseburgers, you're going to get diabetes and your pants are going to fit and your knees are going to hurt and all that. You smoke cigarettes, you're going to eventually get cancer. You play video games instead of studying, you're going to fail out of school. Okay. Right. So you've got this feels good, easy path now but it leads to a much more difficult life. Or you can do the hard thing now. You can get up off the couch and go for a run. Right, And you're right. going to be sweaty and gross and all that, but you're going to feel better afterwards. You're going to have a lower resting heart rate. Your metabolism is going to be better. You sweat all, all the toxins in your system. So your, your entire life improves from doing mm-hmm. that. You know, you can actually crack the book and study and pass the class, get a better job, have a better life. You know, you can take the time to build your business because mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you're an entrepreneur, there's nobody cracking the whip over you and saying, hey, you need to be sure. here at 7 a.m. working. Right, but right. if you're cracking right. the whip on yourself, you're working towards something that's really significant and motivating to you. You're going to put in the work. You're going to do the things that others are like, why the hell are you doing that? You're crazy, you know? And people who don't have the entrepreneurial mindset, look at those of us who are business builders like we're insane. 
And then right. you also business builders looking at people going into corporate America like, dude, do you understand how much risk you're taking? You're right. Be 83 years old, they're going to downsize you and you're going to be you know, right. there with your minivan hating your life. Right. <laughs> Joe, you're so, a trip. <laughs> doing true. the hard things now leads yeah. to a much better situation overall. Yeah. But was that always your mindset, Joe? Like, was that always something that you had in you that you did the hard things that, or was there a moment or time in your life, maybe through college or before or whatever, that you didn't have that kind of drive? Or well, do you think in that's college, in you? I certainly enjoyed myself. Let's not get yeah. this wrong. All right. Yeah. But um, even in college, I was looking at college like the greatest smorgasbord in the world. This is a chance to experience and figure out mm. who you are. That's really your goal in your 20s is to understand who you are. So right. that you can then pursue that with your future. And so, you know, I was on student senate, I was in the fraternity. I obviously chased, uh, you know, members of the opposite sex. You know, I drank <laughs> more than my share of beer. I did Taekwondo. I played on our volleyball team. I, I did all these things because I was trying to truly experience what I did. Did That's my awesome. academics really suffer is. a little bit? Yeah, okay. I didn't have a 4-0 big deal, okay? Because as one of my friends said, an A in geology is not going to pay my mortgage. Right, it's not right. A, an A in a class is not going to make me into a better human being overall. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's going to be part of it. So, you know, you do enough to extract what you can from them. But I've got teenage sons. And the way that I look at life and I talk to them about is that life is one giant game. Okay. And so one, you should have fun with it. Two, you should gamify things and you know try and get the feedback wherever possible on stuff. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. if the goal is to eventually you know get to the castle, beat the boss, and you know win the princess's heart and all the gold, it's not a straight path getting there. Right. You know, sometimes you have to go off on side quests and you mm -hmm. go into the tavern and you talk to the weird old man. That's right. <laughs> or you know you go and you have to like. Go do this task to get some gold so that you can you know build the armor okay that maybe you have to take a second job or maybe you have to take a mm -hmm. job you don't like for you know a year or two to build mm -hmm. up some bank you know you are acquiring skills so maybe you know doing this one thing where you're doing bookkeeping is going to help you on your main quest of building your business down the road so if you do all these things instead of just you know plodding along trying to follow the straight path because it never works Right. You expose yourself to whatever you can, whether it's people, resources, new ideas, new concepts. You never know where you're going to draw from that's going to be able to help you out. And the classic example on this is Steve Jobs dropping out of college right. and taking a calligraphy class there, which right. led to all the cool fonts that we had on the Mac and then eventually in Windows. So you don't know where the side quest is going to take you and what it's going to yield very often. Right. But when you add it all up, that's how you put yourself in the right position of being able to achieve things. And that's one of the reasons why I call myself the Kingdom Swiss Army Knight is because I have all of these different tools that I've acquired over the decades. Right, right. And that's the key, right? Over the decades. It's not something you did overnight, but it's something that you pursued and started to do, you know, as you as you kept growing and maturing and, and going. And I think that's one of the problems a lot of entrepreneurs and you know people who are starting into business hit a wall because they think they, they can't do it. Well, Joe's doing it. Why can't I? But Joe also has, you know, two and a half plus decades of developing this, right, Joe? And I mean, the that's- The more important thing was the mindset mm -hmm. was that I'm going right. to learn, okay? And so right. if you're going to have the mindset that even though this sucks, what I'm doing right now, if I can learn something from it, 
it's right. going to make me better. I'm putting it in the mental bank for the future. Mm -hmm. overall. Mm -hmm. And so acquiring all those different pieces, having a vision ultimately, hopefully, and working towards it is the combination. So you need to have this balance of the big vision, but being able to do the daily grind, especially for your entrepreneurial clients. I mean, if you got to get up mm -hmm. and write two pages in your book every single day, that can beat you down. If you're like, oh, geez, I got to write 700 pages for this book or whatever, like I did. Or, you know, I need to write 2,000 lines of code today. That can be overwhelming. But when you break it right. down, you can grind through it. But also you need to understand what that's doing in perspective to the big thing. Right, right. And I don't know why we do that to ourselves as entrepreneurs and people who are getting into business anyway, because nothing in your life you learned like that. Nothing you learned like this, right? Well, so I it's also because we've gotten to the point where I mean you can GTS anything, uh Google right. it. So it's instead true. of having to go find the encyclopedia and look through it and then go to the card catalog and cross-reference all that, you type it in and in 30 seconds you have more knowledge than I could have accumulated in a deck. Right, right, right. And so it's so easy that's no longer appreciated. Mm, that's good. Right? And everything that's from good. like when we were kids, you know, you had to send yep. the film off. So it'd take weeks yep. and then you had the Polaroids. Now it's like, okay, you take 500 photos to get the one that you post on Instagram. And so everybody's putting these beautiful things up there and you're not seeing all the craziness and gunk that leads right. to it and all the bad ones. And so everyone's comparing somebody else's absolute best with where they are at this moment and mm -hmm. not realizing that's going to be a process and being willing to buy into the process. So buying into the process is one of the most important things that I could tell young entrepreneurs, learn to love the grind. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Building your business. Learn to right. love building the business. Don't focus on trying to IPO. Don't try and focus on being bought out by you know, one of the big tech chimeras. Focus on building something that solves problems that you love working on. And if you do that, you're actually going to build something much better. And if you eventually do get bought out, guess what? You're going to go build another company immediately yeah. afterwards because you'll find another problem to work on. <laughs> right. Because most people who sell big companies like that, it's because of exactly what you said. They fell in love with the process. They started doing the process. They did the work. And so now when they sell it, they're like, oh, shoot, I ain't got yeah, to do They go else. to the beach for like three days right. and they come back with <laughs> a new idea and they're going to work again. Right. I mean, that just, you um, strike me as that type of person. Like, you know what? Okay, I'm done. I'm yeah, done so with the beach. The day after I finished the book. <laughs> so, what was uh, Everyday Excellence? Part of my habit stack was every single morning after I would uh, go for my run, I would sit down and I'd write two days of the book. Okay. And it didn't matter if it was crap or if it was good. And, you know, if I had to throw away 75% of it, I'd sit down and write that every single morning, then get on with my other stuff. So the day after I sent it off to my editor, I go, I do my morning run. I sit down to work on my book. I'm like, I can't. Right. I'm like, ah, what do I do? Oh, well, right. here's, here's this other book I was working on, right? Let's get back to this one. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. But I do want you to tell me about your book. Tell me about Everyday Excellence, um, especially for those who are listening and are really like into our conversation right now. What is Everyday Excellence? So Everyday Excellence is a multivitamin for life. We all have all these different components that are important to our lives. It's our physical health, our mental health, our spiritual health, our nutrition, our occupation, our relationships. And unfortunately, just because of life, we let certain things fall by the wayside at different points. Yeah. And you, know, yeah. you realize that you put on the COVID-19 or you realize, you know, I haven't spent enough time with my significant other. Or, you know, you suddenly realize, hey, it's been two years since I've taken a class and learned anything. And so what Everyday Excellence is designed to do is it's a daily reader. It's based on quotes and uh, discussion. So every day there's a quote from somebody. It could be Dr. Seuss, oh, Gandhi, Muhammad Ali, discussion and analysis around it. And the reader's going to bring to it what they're looking for at that point. So it's very personalized. But then there's That's an good. action item to actually crystallize it. Because without actually doing something, without change we're not going to improve right and right when we're talking about doing the grind and building over time that's the reason for the cool nonlinear growth curve on the front of the book because you know when you start doing anything whether it's as a computer coder or playing the violin or as a martial artist you suck period case right. closed right. right right but if you keep at it and keep doing it eventually you don't suck so much Right. And then eventually you get pretty good. And then eventually, as Dave Grohl said, you're nerve wrong. I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. I really, and you said it was, I, I heard you uh, kind of slip it in a little bit earlier. It's like 700 pages. Is that right? Yeah, something like that. Because there's <laughs> one and three pages every single day of the year. I love that. So all 366, because I took an account leap year. And you, the, the action items are designed to be relatively easy, too. I mean, some of them are a little bit longer, like doing a SWOT analysis at the start of the year, strength, mm. weaknesses, opportunities, threats, or 
uh, a hard one is on a page where we're talking about forgiveness is sitting down and writing a letter to somebody that you're really angry with and explaining why and then burning the letter. Yeah, it's good. That's okay. good. But some of them are really easy, like smile at five people today. And that's actually one of my favorite ones because there's so much psychology and neurobiology mm -hmm. hidden within that. You know, if, mm -hmm. I, if I smile at you, what happens is my cortisol levels drop. My cortisol, uh, cortisol is the stress hormone. So right. what it does is it, cortisol accelerates the aging process. So by mm -hmm. smiling, I'm decreasing the cortisol. I'm slowing down the aging process. And it actually helps burn body fat, by the way, when you reduce your cortisol level. So for all the entrepreneurs who are sitting around eating donuts while they program, uh, you know, start smiling a little bit more. But <laughs> it also um, can turn around and increase your serotonin levels and all that. And if I smile at you because of the mirror neurons, you're smiling back at me. Right, right. Okay? So I have just given you the gift of health. Right. Oh, that's good. Healthier, better off that's good. And what did it cost me? A couple of seconds of my life maximum. Right. And also right. reduced your cortisol levels. So there exactly. you go. So right. It's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's this a win -win. is because I grew up in a small town, you know, where we didn't even have a traffic light until after I was out of grad school. But <laughs> I said hello to people. I smile at people. Have a nice day. Right. Things like that. Because what does it take from us to do that? But right. what can it do to somebody else in terms of improving their day, making them feel better? I mean, I've literally heard stories of people who are getting ready to um, commit suicide and somebody said, have a nice day mm -hmm. or smiled at them or whatever, and it changed them. And they didn't do that and went on to accomplish other things. Yeah. So yeah. it's that little thing, uh, as my mom always said, if you're having a bad day, go help somebody else. Smiling at somebody, saying, being polite, these little things, holding a door, are those little things that can truly add up. And as Zeno of Citium, the founder of Stoicism said, well-being is no small thing, but it's made up mm -hmm. of small steps. And mm -hmm. again, going back to our nonlinear growth curve, small steps yielding huge results over time. Right, right. That's so good. And I love that you um, really are encompassing everything because the way you started with, oh, you may, maybe you start with a SWOT analysis, analysis which is, a, you know, more business-like, but then we're also going to talk about forgiveness, that spiritual and emotional piece as well. That's really helpful, right? Because I, I think that we we tend to separate ourselves from different things. So we'll we separate the, things in compartments. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, we have our psychology over here and we have our you know, physical training over here. You know what? Working out is one of the best things that you can do for your mental health. Right. So right. you go for a half hour run, you're in a better mood, even if you're wheezing and ready to puke because you're not a good runner yet. But <laughs> it makes you better. And it's these little things. And you do hard things like that. You're able to do more hard things like build a business or be a special needs parent or have a relationship with somebody else because relationships are never easy, whether they're in business or on the personal side of things. Right. So it's you do something here, but it gives you exportable concepts and skills in other areas. And right. so that's the whole idea of excellence is that is cross-functional in a lot of ways. Because once you start applying, uh, I believe it's the Hawking phenomenon, where if you start measuring something, it'll start improving. If you start mm -hmm, improving mm -hmm. in one area, the natural tendency is to have that carry over into other areas that's and good. you get overall improvement. It's changing the mindset. Really, mm -hmm. it comes down to everybody's concerned about their skill set, whether in sales or programming or all that. And it's all about your will set. If you come mm -hmm. across the problem, are you going to sit down and cry like a little baby? Wah, 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 or are you going to say, all right, this sucks. 
I'm going to figure out a way to overcome it. I love that. I love that. So um, I know you have the book and everything and you're helping people a lot in that area as well. Now, is this something that you've taken further and uh, are helping like with with coaching people and things like that as well? Yep. Are you doing that? Yeah, you are. Yep. Okay. So, Tell me a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. So most of my coaching in the past has been on the corporate level and specific to different industries that are more sales oriented. But we're in the process of rolling this out where we're expanding the coaching to be much more multifunctional and apply to almost anybody on an individualized basis. So as we were just talking about, you do hard things like training for a marathon, it's going to carry over into the discipline that you have in other areas. If you're focused on eating healthier, that's going to help your mental acuity. If you're focused on, hey, I'm going to, instead of taking a smoke break for 15 minutes a day, or sitting around and playing on TikTok for 15 minutes, 15 minutes a day is the equivalent of one book a month. The average American reads less than four books a year. Yeah, yeah. Half of Americans, after they finish their terminal degree, whether it's high school, college, grad school, whichever it is for them, read one or less books a year. Yeah. That's half of that cohort. So if you're reading for 15 minutes a day, and I say consuming as opposed to reading because audiobooks are just as good, you know, you, uh, you can have discussions, you can attend lectures. You know, if you're consuming new information and content, real important stuff for 15 minutes a day, that's the equivalent of a book a month. That's 12 a year. That puts you in the top 15 to 20% of Americans. So, Joe, one question. Do you ever just not freaking want to? <laughs> Do you ever have those days? All the time. Okay. <laughs> Good. Thanks for saying that. Machine. I, there are mornings I don't want to do it. Right. I mean, so like yesterday I went to the Yankees game. I got home or back to the hotel at almost three o'clock in the morning. Okay. And I had had my high school reunion the day before. So I was out until 1230 at night. Normally I'm in bed by 10 o'clock in the morning because I get up at four o'clock in the morning to train. Right. So this morning, four o'clock, I did not get up. Right. Period. Case closed. Okay. It <laughs> did not happen. And right. you know, am I going to break my streak of, I think it's 123 days in a row where I've hit my step goal of 16,000. I'm, I'm going to hit my goal somehow, but it's also right. raining out now. So I'm not going outside for a run. So I have right. to figure out some way. So motivation hmm. comes from the same route as movement and motivation. Once you start moving, then your mind's going to start going and you're going to figure it out. Right. So it's that first step. Peter Thiel's book is called zero to one because that first step is infinite change. It is by far the hardest thing. It is yeah. harder to get up and start, you know, working out every single morning than is to go from a 30-minute workout to a two-hour workout. It is more difficult to go from saving nothing to saving $50 a month than is to go from $50 a month to $500 a month of saving. Is that so true? step. So structure so you can take that first step, you know, set the alarm clock, put the alarm across the room so you actually have to get out of bed to turn it off. Do yeah. the little things like that to just get going. Take the first step. You know, you don't have to go and run five miles in the morning. Get up and just go outside for five minutes. Right. But what's right. going to happen is as you start doing it, you change your identity. And so my identity at this point is I do these things every day. So, right. Right. and if you have that streak, uh, Jerry Seinfeld actually did something like this. He had a deal where he had a calendar and he had to write at least one joke every single day and he'd put an X on the calendar. And after having like 
30 X's in a row, he didn't want to do it one day, but he wasn't going to break the streak. Right. This is one of the things that Alcoholics Anonymous does when you get the coin, you know, your one day coin, your seven day coin, your one month coin, your two month coin, your one year coin. People don't want to break the streak. So find a way to do that. That's good. That's good. The feedback loop. And it's as um, a good teammate would say, I don't want to let down my team. You know, you give your kids a reputation to uphold and they probably will. You know, people come to the Yankees and, you know, you uphold the Yankee tradition. Same thing. Have a, a standard to uphold. So, like, I've got certain things I do for work and I have a saying, no goose eggs. Right. Even if everything else goes to hell in a handbasket, everything's wrong. I have to get one introduction per day to a potential client. No matter That's what. Good. Some days are awesome. I get like eight and all that. But you know what? It is now what? Essentially three o'clock here on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. I still need to get my one for the day. Now yeah. I will because that's what I do. Right. I love but, that. You know, I really don't want to do it today. Right. <laughs> I don't want to. But guess what? I'm going to suck it up and do it. Right. I and love that, Joe. And you don't have to have these incredibly high standards yeah. every single day. Some days you can't do it. But if you meet that minimum required threshold, I love it. then on other days, which are good days, you blow right through the goal, you blow right through the ceiling. But right. if you're doing this minimum thing every single day, no matter what, guess what? That's your nonlinear growth curve there. That's right. And don't wait for motivation, right? Just start the steps. Yeah, motivation will come. In the process. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I love that joke. You're motivated enough to do this. You think I'm motivated to go out and run a marathon? No. Right. The first guy who ran a marathon died. Right. <laughs> oh my God. So Joe, before we let you go, this is a really fantastic conversation. I want to make sure that people know how to get in contact with you and, and buy your book and follow you and all that. So give us, um, you know, where people can support you. Okay. So they can buy the book on Amazon. They can go to barnesandnobles.com and get, you know, all those sorts of things. But I actually recommend that they go and look at the website everyday-excellence.com. Because, okay. yeah, they can buy the book there, and that's great that, you know, buys my running shoes and beer, but there, it's also an environment designed for people's success. Every single day, there's a new microblog that goes up there. All the podcasts live up there. There is um, a link to the YouTube channel, a link to the TikToks going up in a couple of days. So there's a whole bunch of free resources that people can use to tap into so that they can continuously just grow and get along on their journey of excellence. So everyday-excellence.com. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I know you still got to make that that introduction, those calls. So I really thank you for uh, taking the time to be with me because this was a really enriching conversation and I know I'm going to take a lot away from it. And so with everybody listening. So thank you, Joe. I appreciate you. Nina, thank you. Be excellent and grow today. I, I plan to, especially now, everything you were saying was kind of convicting me about putting the alarm on the other side of the room, getting up a little bit earlier. I'm like, all right, Joe, I get it. I'll do it. <laughs> so thank you so, so much. And guys, thank you so much for spending time with us. You have been an amazing audience. I'll make sure to link all of Joe's information below so that you don't miss anything. Go onto his website. Make sure you pick up his book call him to work with him, all that fantastic stuff. He still has a, a, an introduction he has to do today. So go ahead and give him a call. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. You are the best, okay? I have the best podcasting community ever. I really do. And I appreciate you guys being on here. Make sure you go on to winject.com slash register, W-I-N-J. 
ject.com slash register and register for my free community because I want to be really um, connected with you and I want us to brainstorm and be with each other and connect in a deeper way. If you are looking for coaching, please make sure that you also email me at hello at straighttalknosugaredit.com. I work with women and I help them develop that business that they are envisioning in their hearts so that they can win. Thank you guys so much for being here. Love you, love you, love you. This is Dina Perez, Straight Talk, No Sugar Added. Until next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.